0: Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1, where talk is fun.
1: It is. We have a good time.
0: What are you talking about? you oh, <laughs>
1: not a bad dog. You're a
0: great dog. What are you talking about? You're new to the program. That is Steve's impression of Owen Wilson from the movie Marley and Me.
1: I told my wife, I said, you're going to be like Owen Wilson and Jen Aniston. At the end of Rex's life, Rex, who is laying motionless beside me right now at my luxurious home studio, she likes Rex and doesn't like having a dog at the same time. She never wanted to have a dog.
0: Oh, can't blame her one bit. They're a pain in the you-know-what.
1: She did this as sort of a, all right, the kids want it. She knew I wanted it. So. She, uh, but I know anyone who feels that way, and a lot of people feel that way. They like their dog, they love their dog, but they don't like or love having a dog. Put that down. Don't chew on that. Oh, we got to go back because we got to take the dog out. All you know, all that. Yeah. But then on their deathbed, like Owen Wilson, I maintain that is one of the best delivered scenes. Marley and me, as Owen Wilson takes Marley. To oh, the stop. vet. I can't. I haven't even started describing ah, yet. I
0: can't. I
1: have We're not going to play it. But as he then is there, and you know, they give him a couple minutes just to talk to the dog, and then when he starts talking to that dog, it is a, it is a wonderful, scene. It is acting wise. It is so powerful, and I felt that way before I had a dog. I feel that way. We watched it the week before we got a dog.
0: I think it's a universal maybe mostly universal feeling. Yes. You know, and it's something that every pet owner has got to do. When you adopt a pet, Mm -hmm. you're there for the beginning. You have to be there for the end. I remember I have to be there.
1: My grandma and grandpa, who I've never called them that before. Graham and Pat Patterson, they ran a kennel. They were dog lovers. They showed dogs. They loved dogs. One day, just offhanded. When I had my overweight black pug boo since deceased due to just a life of bad choices, (laughs) I said, Oh, I would never be able to be in the room when they put the dog down. And my pap jumped in so quick and he snapped at me and he said, It's not about you. You have to be there for your dog. And I was like, Whoa. It's true. Sorry.
0: Because guess what? They're scared. When if you're at the vet, you're in a room, and you're not there. Guess what? They're looking for you. Yeah, they're looking for you to be there. That's that's great advice. Thank you, Steve. You're so welcome. Back to the show.
1: I Rocco, I sent this to you via text message and email. I don't know which works best for you, but I was on uh, TikTok this morning, and I was like, "Wow!" Here's the crazy thing, Donna. I said, "Wow, who is this that is singing this song? This is so nice. I don't recognize who this is." And it had a little blue check mark, which means verified. Mm. And I thought, "Oh, Lennon Stella, who is that?" And I then <laughs> go through and I realize, "Wait, this is the little girl from Nashville. We loved that show, but I think, you know, maybe some of her her look has changed. There might be some things with her She's lips grown that are up. No, but Donna, she got lip fillers." Trying to be nice oh, about this.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. Wow. You and and she I was looks like, nothing like she. Okay, looks thank you. I
1: was trying to tiptoe, so I was like, who is this? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's her. Okay, great. But here she is doing a cover. This already has seven and a half million views in one day on TikTok, and I think it is just beautiful doing Dido's. Uh, thank you, thank you. Sorry.
0: It's not so bad. Rocko. <laughs>
1: it's not a part of her song. No, okay, it's very pretty. not It sounds just
0: like her. Yeah. And then her little <laughs> hanger-on
1: sister, little Rosie. No, it's not a hanger-on. <laughs> Maisie.
0: Kidding. No, she's great. Maisie's
1: a great voice too. No, she does.
0: She does. I'm kidding. Jeez, you're so sensitive to the kids. <laughs> the kid
1: you just ripped on for putting
0: lip filler in.
1: Well, I didn't... She
0: doesn't look anything like Your herself. Lip shamer. I,
1: I'm not I'm just saying
0: She wants to look pretty and she
1: does. She looks like a completely different human being. Me have a thing to say now. Okay, though. Me risk offending people now. Well, it's too late.
0: We've already, we've First
1: already of all, gone down that road. And since this more this I see this happen with women more than men. I just want to tell the ladies out there mm-hmm. that we love you and we love your lips as they are right now. And I just don't think of a lot of situations where someone or is it, or maybe some people have great lip fillers, but we only ever notice when they're over plumped and it starts to take on Martin Short in pure luck after he got stung by the bees. <laughs> I don't know if some people have great ones and we never notice them and that's the sign of a well-filled lip. I just don't think you got to fill your lips because usually it looks a little like... Oh, my gosh, did you not know you were allergic to shrimp? <laughs> I She is such a beautiful young lady. Oh, she Lenin, is Stella. already.
0: She's gorgeous. Oh, man.
1: Stella! Stella. I never heard that before, hey, by the way. Stella!
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's That's uh, Streetcar Named Desire? Yeah. yeah. Marlon Brando. Yeah, I just read Brando. that book a couple of years ago. Really? Yes, because I was reading the classics, Rocco, because I'm sophisticated. Oh,
1: yeah, she read like three of them and then tapped out midway through Lord of the Flies.
0: Rude, it was six. <laughs> I almost hit the ten mark, but I was four short.
1: Isn't it amazing? And I say this first and foremost about myself. You know I'm a world-class starter. It's amazing the amount of things that we don't finish the goals that we don't reach, the quit that we have in us. There is never a shortage of quit in us. That's a bummer. Think of how different life would look if we just didn't quit on so much crap. Well,
0: I think we need to put place some kind of conditions on it. Like, you need to finish this or Grandma gets
1: it. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, Donna, you know we, what I mean? No, I don't you know what you mean. You have to play
0: a game with yourself. Like, that you,
1: what, someone puts a hit on your elderly well, grandmother?
0: Or like... Um, I don't, I used to do that when I was little because I had a little obsessive compulsive disorder, undiagnosed. You know what I mean.
1: I know what you mean.
0: I would do things like that. Like, if oh, you don't cross the finish line, that means that...
1: Your you, dog's going to die or, tonight. Yeah, or you're
0: going to get hit by a car. Like, I would make up these scenarios in my head. Wow, I've already said too much.
1: Sure have, my friend. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? Sure. I don't even think... Seeing a therapist should be outside of your options for today. Like, what could go wrong? Everybody's got a little really crazy great. in them, you and know? And it's good to meet with a professional to talk about the crazy.
0: Or sometimes you just accept it and go, okay, that's a weird thought. I probably shouldn't do that anymore. It's eleven eleven. make a wish.
1: I've dealt with, like, obsessive-compulsive-intrusive thoughts before, and yeah. they're, like, terrible Same thing. And then, yeah, I went and met with a a counselor a couple years ago, and I was like, you know, you sit in a good counselor's room, and immediately you're like, hang on one second, before we start, I'm going to cry, just to sort of prime the pump here. Sure. And it feels like such a nice emotional cleansing as somebody walks you through that kind of stuff.
0: I would like to take this moment to thank you for your vulnerability.
1: Shouldn't that be the Dido song? And, uh We should go. Want to thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, we have listen. A couple of studies earlier. Donna said that people in Glencoe are ugly.
0: No, I did not. I defended Glencoe and I said it was a mean-spirited study. We,
1: I misinterpreted the study. It was ugliest town in the state, and I was like, "Wow, that is so harsh." They just meant the look of the town, the buildings, not the people. That was a relief, but now this. Better looking people have better blanks. Mm. Can you fill in the blank? We'll tell you when we come back. We're going to get nerdy in a couple studies next. Oh, you know, I love being a dad. But between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in.
0: Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at YMCANorth.org.
1: You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Hey, good as
0: morning. As well. We are back. Donna and Steve on talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are also joined by DJ Rock Master. Thank you. Studies have shown that... Medica- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect married couple. Donna
1: and Steve. They well, depending are- on how you feel about yourself... Well... Either going to hit you really well or not so great. A new study found attractive people have better immune systems.
0: Oh, lucky for you and me, Rocco. Uh yeah, of course. Yes. As I
1: battle a cold right now.
0: <laughs> well, Steve and I just busted through COVID without getting it, right?
1: Yeah, uh, oh, God, I'm going to take a COVID look. test after the show today just to make sure I don't have it. But I have like we're, my wife and I are looking at each other like, can we get done? It's been like a month of sicknesses, various sicknesses running through our house, and we're both sniffling.
0: Um, I have a friend who took two positive at home COVID tests and then went in for the PCR and it came back negative. Is that right? Isn't that crazy? Cray. Like, who do you trust?
1: Stigma. Yeah. Researchers in Texas took pictures of 150 college students from the neck up. The students were not allowed to smile. The women could not wear makeup, but the men had just caked it on. (laughs) Then they tested their blood to see how strong their immune systems were. Meanwhile, 500 other people had to rate how attractive each person was. And it turned out the hottest ones had the strongest immune systems. Hmm. We have learned during the pandemic that being overweight can lower your immunity. But photographing them from the neck up mostly eliminated that aspect and none of the people in the study were obese So, why did the good looking people have better immunity? They think it's because we're just biologically pre programmed to find healthy features like clear skin and full lips attractive. Mm. Right back, maybe that's why people are getting lip fillers. In other words, one reason that we find certain people hot is because we can subconsciously tell they're healthy and would be a good mate. Interesting. Clear eyes. If I see clear eyes, very whites of a white eye, yeah. hmm, I think wow, healthy, and I think that's a me very too. attractive quality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get uh, it. My eyes are always cloudy and red.
1: One time, I told you that your eyes were super yellow, and you haven't let me hear the end of it since then.
0: It's really rude. I was
1: observing. I was worried.
0: You weren't. You were answering a question. (laughs) Anyway, that's fine.
1: I don't know what this means for us all. If you feel like you have good... I've always felt like I've had the worst immunity of any of my siblings. Really? But I haven't gotten COVID. I've had COVID in the house. I haven't gotten COVID. Now I'm boosted and roosted. But still, you just think people were boosted. Got Omicron when it was surging through and it swept through my house and I didn't get it. But... We had a touch of norovirus, coronavirus. Now we have what appears to be a common cold going through the house. And,
0: you know, I bet you there's
1: something. Somebody brought this up. Here's not a study. This is anecdotal, just looking around. But I wonder what happened to our immune systems during the last two years. On the whole, did they get better or worse? Probably a little bit worse, right? Because we haven't been exposed to as many germs. We were away from people. We've been masked a lot. Washing our
0: hands a lot.
1: Yeah, so your natural immunity probably gets a little bit weaker. Maybe that's why I have this cold. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. I thought you were coming in today, by the way.
1: I know. And then I said, I have a cold. And you asked me yesterday on the air. No, you stay there. Do you remember that? Not really. <laughs> it didn't exactly
0: go down the way you're trying to sell
1: it, but. You, I could play the audio. I'm going to play the audio. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You I will are... find
1: the audio. Okay, that's exactly it. And you're like, no, you stay away from me. You always, I don't trust you. I said you'd you be in the kids. room with Rocco. <laughs> oh, and then just come over and get Rocco. That's not how well, it works, Donna. It's if you're sick, you're supposed to stay home. And so I'm here today. Hopefully, in uh, tomorrow.
0: Okay. I have a study.
1: Rocco, how do you, how do you feel that she was like? What's that? You're sniffling and sneezing. Just go in with Rocco. (laughs) I know.
0: Well, I don't mind because I'm both good-looking and disheveled, so I have a great (laughs) immune system.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. That's
0: That's funny. Goodbye. Do you want to hear my study? Yeah, let's hear it. It has to do with um, overused office-slash-work phrases. Hmm. These these do make, make me do an inner eye roll when I hear some of them. hear some of them... On the list. Okay, so the they what they did was they did a poll and they found that 63% of people say it's off-putting when co-workers use office jargon, even though they use it themselves, okay? Yeah. So here are the most overused workplace phrases. ASAP.
1: Unintended urgency, like we didn't need it to get that threat level.
0: Probably. Uh, keep me in the loop. Just checking in, I say that one a lot.
1: I like keep me in the loop i don't I don't have a negative feeling toward that.
0: Eh. team player easy All right, team. we need to give a hundred and ten percent
1: hey, Jan's a real team player, hey Jan, stand up, would you?
0: no worries, new normal, touch base,
1: I don't mind touch base either. I like no worries, I use no worries a lot. It's a shorter way of, don't worry about it.
0: Or a shorter way of saying you're welcome. Sure. Uh, Think outside the box. I said that, right? No. Loop me in. Back to square one. Here's one that I don't like. Let's circle back.
1: Oh, sure.
0: There's no I in team. Hmm.
1: No one says that.
0: Not anymore, do they?
1: No, that's so cliche.
0: As for the style of work communications, 38% of people say they use emojis. I've started using emojis more. Just a lot easier just to go, you know, do the girl with their show, you know, shrugging her shoulders like. "Mm." (laughs) So I don't have to be like, well, I don't know how it happened or.
1: I see people use emojis on Instagram comments that I don't know how they get access to these emojis. Oh, Really? Yeah. I only have like seven emojis that I can respond with, and other people seem to have a wider, more vast library of emojis. Oh, interesting. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome.
0: Uh, Let's see. People use abbreviations. 33% use slang. 31% say they use GIFs or GIFs. All caps to show excitement.
1: Oh, I always get criticized for all caps. It
0: sounds like you're yelling.
1: Like you're yelling. Yeah, I never mean that.
0: Thank
1: you, Thank you, Donna. That was really good. Hey, guess what's coming up? Throwback Thursday music trivia. Yes. Uh, We are going to stay in the 80s one more week because I love Donna. She's got a couple days off. I want to send her out on a high note. Thank you. And uh, you can play along too. Nothing is up for grabs. We're just going to test everybody's 80s music trivia because it's Throwback Thursday and that's what we do. Uh, Come right back. My talk.
0: It's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, guys, this is awesome. There is um one of my neighbors brought this to my attention about a little boy who goes to a local school in my neighborhood, and it is the Bloomington Lutheran School. And his name is Grant, and he's he began pediatric cancer treatment for leukemia a few years back, and he has since endured 27 months of chemotherapy, oh, man. dealt with side effects and life-threatening injections and uh, hospitalizations that had come up abruptly. But he loved, um, because his world became so much smaller, you know, like outdoor playgrounds became... Um, You know, his jam, if you will. And so when he started school, um, kindergarten, he had the opportunity to make a wish of his own. Thanks to our friends at Make-A-Wish Minnesota. And what he wished for was for a playground at his school. So that all the kids can enjoy it.
1: Oh my gosh! Isn't that so That's sweet? Very sweet. Oh man.
0: So there's a um, there's a GoFundMe, and his playground. Of course, people donate their time and their services uh, to help make this happen. Uh, but I think they need to raise a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, and they're at like ten thousand now. So I'll just send you the link. You could find out more about it. Steve, if you could link it up. Yeah, for sure. If you want to help somebody um, locally make not only a wish come true for himself, but for all of his uh entire school. I just yeah. thought that was a, like a really sweet wish is that he wants this for everybody. That's
1: fantastic. What a so, guy. Make-A-Wish is,
0: is uh giving $6500 in grant's name to be used toward helping to fund that. And then you could read all the, you know, the fine print uh through the link that I'm going to make available to you in a second here, Steve, okay?
1: Wonderful. Okay, great organization.
0: And again, if uh, you didn't hear us during our fundraising efforts during Project Down and Dirty, one of the the things to note about Make a Wish is that Make a Wish you, you people think of the name as this big giant umbrella of a of a name, and that they've got a lot of funding, but that's right. not true. Each each chapter has to do its own fundraising. And has a way smaller budget than you think. So
1: yeah, that's so true. You could
0: learn more about it, and uh, there you go. That's what I wanted to tell you about.
1: Are right, you put that in? I'll get it up on the show links page here I'll in a minute. Do
0: it in a second. Uh, in
1: the meantime, you want mean, to do this? Well, well, well no. No, I, I need to defend myself on air after oh. my after my character and reputation is besmirched by Donna. Donna offhandedly said earlier, I thought you were going to be here today. I said, no, we talked about it yesterday on air. Okay. You didn't want me coming in. And then she, like a typical political smear campaign, Schmear. said, I don't think that's how it went down. Now, this conversation lasted for a couple of minutes. This is how it ended. And tell me what you would do if you were me. What What would you have felt was communicated to you from Donna. We were talking about I have some cold symptoms. She was saying, yeah, don't come into my studio. Go infect Rocco. And uh, here's how it played out. Cold. So you're, you're
0: not coming after it. the show, right?
1: I Well, I told my wife, I said, if I have any symptoms, Donna's taking a couple days off. and uh, And I don't want to interfere and have her sick during any of this time off. And so hey, if I'm feeling it, So what would you, who do you think had a better memory of that exchange yesterday? Me or you, when you said, quote, so you're going to come in after the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you still? No, Amy canceled.
0: Okay, that's all I was asking.
1: No, you, (laughs) no, no, you were saying, I thought you were going to be in studio this morning and you go be with Rocco and I had to then, I have to defend my reputation. Okay, that's fine. You're that fine. you're the hate speech that you throw out toward me casually, you think does no damage, but then I deal with the emails all afternoon.
0: Like you even look at emails.
1: No, I have I have listener email blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I have it auto forward right to Donna. Like Donna, take a look at that. Oh my god. Um but yeah, and Tomorrow, uh, Elizabeth Reese is going to be filling in for you. Yeah. And now, so I'm going to take a COVID test after this. I hope it's negative again. Um, But then I told her, you know, hey, if I'm feeling sick, I don't want to, you know, bring my germs to that studio and leave it for whoever comes in there next. I don't know what the afternoon routine is like now. Um, But then I'm supposed to have lunch with her tomorrow as well. (sighs) (laughs) And, you know... I don't want to have lunch. I'm just going to drink something. I'm not going to sit there and eat like a buffoon. I'm going to drink coffee, and that's it. And now the fact that it would be later means just eat something. I'll eat something here at twelve. I just don't want to sit You're in so between weird. shoes. It's Elizabeth, I know it's, it's Elizabeth. It's Not
0: like it's the big boss.
1: I understand. I even feel that way.
0: You're weird eating
1: dinner at home, where I'm oh like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh Hear me God. out. I just feel here's what I feel should happen, particularly in a one on one setting that you should be able to say when food gets delivered at a restaurant, you should be able to just say for the next 10 minutes, turn the music up. We're just going to chew and we're going to eat because if somebody says, oh, tell me about what happened there, then what do I do? Do I put my fork down as my pasta gets cold and tell you the four minute story? And then take another bite, and then you ask a follow-up, wow, and now I've only really had one a... bite? How, do, how were... do more people not hate the concept of talking during meals? It's so complicated. You're either going to get crappy conversation or the food's going to get cold.
0: I think you're a little too self-conscious. Like, I think you could go, mm mm, mm while you're chewing, go, put your finger up like one second. Okay. Oh. I
1: know. I just want to fully lean into the conversation or fully lean into the eating. I don't want to pickleball this back and forth.
0: You're so weird. <laughs> Donna! It's the weirdest oh. thing ever.
1: I get it. I, I tell this to so many people and no one jibes with me. Honestly, if somebody says, do you want to get lunch? I just think, no. <laughs> but I bet you do. It's
0: such a quirky, strange thing.
1: It's and like even, everybody's
0: got to eat. It's like a universal thing.
1: I know. So let's get together after we eat. Have a little drop cloth that comes down between us, eat your meal, and then raise it. You ding a bell on your side when you're finished eating, and then raise it. Like it's a chess game, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel (laughs) self-conscious. It's the queen's gambit when you eat with me at
0: lunch.
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh, I want to start chewing, and I ding. Now you talk. Oh, my God. I even feel bad for the other person because I don't want to ask them a question because I want them to eat. Eat, eat.
0: I get it. There's pressure. That's probably why you don't want people riding in the car with you either, because you kind of want to like drive, listen to your music. Then you feel an obligation to carry on, fill any kind of quiet, dead air. Yeah. I understand.
1: <sighs> it's a lot. Anyway, I'm having quote unquote lunch with Elizabeth after the it's show tomorrow. Tough
0: to be you, Steve.
1: I know. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Rocco? Though. You'll be here tomorrow, right? I will be. Are we doing a slow jam tomorrow?
0: Yeah, I think I've already got one lined up, ready to go.
1: Unless I take
0: this exact conversation right here and slow it down. We'll see. I don't think anyone wants to live through this again.
1: (laughs) You know, maybe you could do a deep dive. I don't remember the last time that Elizabeth filled in, too. We could do a double dose, one of Donna and me, and then one of the last time that Elizabeth was on. It's fun for the fill-ins to hear their voice slowed down.
0: Yeah. And hear how (laughs) silly...
1: It all sounds, Donna. We hope that you have a wonderfully productive time up Thank at the cabin. Thank
0: Steve, and I hope you feel better.
1: Thank you so much. Tell your nephew that we said hello.
0: Will do. Uh,
1: we have Colleen and Bradley scheduled to come in from twelve until three, full show. Low J right after them, three until seven. Uh, we love you all.
0: Bye, everybody. Have, have a, a great, great trip, day. Donna. Thank all right, you. we'll see you
1: next.